Welcome to Books, Bras, and Booze. This is your host, Jamie. And Monica. Hello, hello. We are here for our next installment of our Books to Movies. And this month, Monica, what did you pick? Time Traveler's Wife. Yes. Woohoo. So yes. we have a lot of very mixed feelings on this book. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> and let me just say, I feel like it's been a hundred years since we recorded the last episode. It feels like a while. It feels like a while, but I know we, um, yeah, because we, last month I had guest hosts, mm-hmm. Kelly and his daughter. So Which it was, was super cute. I oh, loved that episode so much. She was so excited about it. Yeah, I she did a really too. great job. Yeah, and then, so then we did it um, August. So it has been a while. Yeah. But, all right. I got some questions from readinggroupguides.com. Perfect. And the first question is, in The Time Traveler's Wife, the character meets... The characters beat each other at various times during their lifetime. How does the author keep all the timelines in order and on time? Well, I don't remember specifically how she does it, but I know that I was never confused while I was reading the book. It really had a nice flow to it, I thought. So here's my opinion on on this. My opinion is that she wrote it chronologically according to the female character. Yeah. And I think it would have been a completely different book had she written it chronologically from the male character. That is an excellent insight, and you're exactly right. Because it starts off when Claire is a little girl. Yeah. Which was not nearly as creepy as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, but I I think it would have been... I think it would have been a different feeling to it. Like, I don't think the weirdness and creepiness would have been there if it had started off with his timeline. Yeah. Than hers. Especially um, because... Uh, he doesn't f- meet her until he's in his 20s. Yeah. I, yeah, I still feel it's kind of creepy that they had sexual relations before... She met him in real time. Yeah. I was like, eh, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of creepy. It was a little creepy, but she was 18. And I mean, if you think about what most normal teenagers do, I guess it's not really that far out of the wheelhouse. But <laughs> I still would have been like, don't do that. But yeah. Claire's all like, oh, yes, please take advantage of my 18 year old self. <laughs> so. <clears throat> Although Henry does the time traveling, Claire is equally impacted. How does she cope with his journeys, and does she ultimately accept them? I think she accepts them way easier and way more than I ever could. Oh my gosh. And yeah. it must be because she was had so much time to think about it since she was a little girl, is the only thing I can think of. Well, I think she looked forward to them when she was a little girl, so it gave yeah. her this nostalgic feeling about it, like, oh, maybe he's going and seeing me, you know? Right. Or, because, yeah, when he's gone in real time, it's like... What's going on? Yeah, What's you would worry, how long is he going to be gone, and is he going to be okay, and... Yeah. Good thing he didn't have any serious illnesses. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> didn't have to take, you know medication for anything right birth control like this i don't know how this is going to work for his daughter i'm just going to throw that out there how does the writer introduce the reader to the concept of time travel as a realistic occurrence does she succeed i think she succeeds because i bought it 
And I have, I do have a higher than normal average of suspending my disbelief for sure. But I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not, that sounds plausible. I'll buy that. But as a scientist, I don't know. Perhaps you see that a little differently. I I think that um, the world building and the logic that they made, I thought was, it was okay. I I don't think it was crazy. Right. I thought the logic that they put behind it and the explanations as far as they could determine, I thought was, it was decent. Well, they had to throw away what a lot of, um, what a lot of you can't experience in other time travel worlds is he could meet his own self in the past and in the future. Yeah. So that made it way easier. But I guess if it's a genetic thing and you know that you're doing it, like whatever self he meets knows that he time travels right Uh so maybe that you know allows there not to be that paradox not too sure Uh, it's so weird when he meets himself like sometimes he likes himself sometimes he doesn't and like sometimes they get along and i'm like that's so weird i just think of star trek and captain janeway is like i hate time travel (laughs) 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 yeah The next question is, Henry's life is disrupted on multiple levels by spontaneous time travel. How does his his career as a librarian offset his tumultuous disappearances? Why does that job appeal to Henry? I loved him being a librarian. It was like one of my favorite parts. Yeah. And I liked how he was always like running naked in the library. It just made me giggle so much. I was like, oh, that's so funny. Yeah. A very down-to-earth like stable job for someone whose life is so unstable and obviously if he disappears they don't really notice for a while (laughs) yeah and he's a researcher so i think that's you know really interesting yeah so henry and claire know each other for years before they fall in love as adults how does claire cope with the knowledge that at a young age she knows that henry is the man she will eventually marry yeah, that's some heavy stuff um, to have to... It, it's a big... We've we've read a lot of fate versus free will type stories. And this is along those same lines. Does she have the free will to not marry him because she knows that they get married in the future? I don't know. It was... I thought that was really interesting. I did too. It was like... It was sort of like... Uh... A spiral of logic. She's like, oh, he meets her because she's in love with him. He's in love with her, but she's in love with him because he, she, he told her she was going to marry him. So yeah. it's like this. But I guess it does give her this, um, you know, this certainty that a lot of people don't have that there is someone out there for her that's the one. You know, it's just like this ultimate story of like my true love fantasy happy ending i know it's going to happen which would like make you crazy as a teenager (laughs) i was very disappointed that she didn't find someone else after him yeah i was like oh please come on he wasn't that great he was a little bit of a jerk and i don't um, know i got one who's a little bit of a jerk and i can tell you what i will never date again (laughs) never Yeah, but you've dated more than just one person. She's that dated is, one person. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. 
The Time Traveler's Wife is ultimately an enduring love story. Go, go, gag me with a pitchfork. Yeah. <laughs> what trials and tribulations do Henry and Claire face that are the same or is different from other normal relationships? I don't read a lot of romance books or love stories. I really don't like them. Same. Yeah. The, the whole sci-fi component to it was the only reason why I was interested in this book. But, you know, I think that I think that knowing their their relationship was solid. They they knew they were going to meet and they were going to fall in love and they were be together forever. So their problems weren't, oh, is he going to fall in love with somebody else or is she going to fall in love with somebody else? It was just more of, you know, is he going to die on this time travel trip <laughs> basically. Right. It was a different complex complexity yeah that caused the tension in the narrative right so uh you got halfway through the questions why don't you tell us about our beverage oh yes we have a lovely malbec which i don't remember ever having before but it's a lovely red wine not too dry not sweet and this is a gasson malbec yes it's from argentina it is so smooth Oh my gosh, so smooth. I'm like, I have to pace myself. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> so the next question is, how does their desire for a child affect their relationship? So this was really cool for me because I do understand, even though you wouldn't know it now, but like at the time I was like, I wanted a baby so bad. So, like, her wanting a baby and having all these troubles and not being able to have a baby. Like, I could really relate to that part of the story. Um, and I felt like that was the only part of their relationship that was ever, like, really tumultuous. Right. But it was because she was so desperate and he hated watching her be that way. And, like, it was just really crazy. All the pain and suffering that yeah. she went through and then the physical tolls that was taking on her and her just sort of laying there lifeless yeah. after each miscarriage. I think it's something that um, women who have gone through that can really relate to. Yeah. And I thought that it was actually amazing part of the story where they finally give up and he has a vasectomy because it's too hard on her physically. And then he time travels. I don't know. It must have been from his past self who yeah. hadn't had a vasectomy. Yep. And that's how she gets pregnant. And I was like, that is brilliant. <laughs> so, like, in the book, he just sort of, like, goes into the room and, like, has sex with her with his present self sleeping in bed next to them which i was like that is so creepy and weird <laughs> so creepy and so weird. much of this book was a little creepy and weird and this is how she gets pregnant i'm like huh okay where in the movie he uh has her pick him up and they're in a car and uh he's He's noticing she's upset about something, and he's like, oh, I've done something wrong, and he's trying to make it up to her because it's still him, and then they um, make up and have, like, this romantic rekindling in the car, uh, so, like, car sex, but yeah. that's way less creepy than, like, hey, I know I'm sleeping next to you, <laughs> hey, 
I'm here. Let's get it on. But in the book, that just goes to show, like, how wide she was able to, like, make her world to include him in it. You know? Yeah. It was a little... It was a little strange. was a little strange. Creepy when you say it out loud, but not so creepy when you were reading it. Like, Uh, I wasn't, like... I was pretty creeped out about were you? it. Yeah, I'm like, I noticed it, like it sent a twinge on, but I was like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> I mean, maybe this is a good part to say that literally the book had way more sexy time oh than I'm used God. to. <laughs> it was like a pornographic novel. I was like, all the time. And I'm I, like, can you please put your pants on? I know. I'm not really approved, but I was like, damn, again? Right. <laughs> I'm like, this is why I don't read romance novels. Exactly. I don't want to read all this sexy time. I'm like, knock it off. <laughs> right. And then I'm like, this is embarrassing. I'm like, seriously. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then she's like, I have difficulty walking and stuff afterwards. I'm like, no kidding. Really? <laughs> yeah. Tell him to knock it off. Oh gosh. So the book is told from both Henry and Claire's perspectives. What does this add to the story? I really did like that about the story. I actually liked Henry a lot better than I liked Claire. And Henry is kind of a jerk. Yeah. Um, But I think one thing about this book is if you're a Gen Xer, like you will love it. It's it's Gen X all the way. The music, the clothes, like he is your typical like late 80s, 90s grunge guy, you know? Right. And and I thought he was intelligent and I thought he handled his predicament like really well. He learned a lot of skills. He learned a lot of skills, but he was also always a little anxious and a little self-conscious that made him sort of humble. And and I thought it was a little endearing that when he was nervous, he was more likely to time travel. Like, yeah. it made him kind of an endearing, uh, endearing character. I don't know. I really liked him. I like the, the different perspectives. You could understand what the other person was feeling and thinking yeah. when it flip-flopped. If it had just been from one character, you would have only thought what they thought the other character was thinking yeah. or right. feeling. Yeah. So, I thought that was... I thought it was enjoyable that way. Yes. Do you think the ending of the novel is satisfactory? I'm good with a sad ending. (laughs) Like, I was okay with it. Like, I totally got it, and it was foreshadowed all the way. Right. Like, you totally knew it was going to be tragic at the end. So, I was okay with it. I felt like they had this bright, burning, passionate romance that, you know, once in a lifetime, people don't often experience that. Like, I thought it was fine. I I was happy with him dying. Like, I wasn't like, oh, no, Henry, this is so sad. And I, but I was like, Claire, I'm like, seriously, you were not that great. You should have moved on. Well, I thought she, I thought for sure she was going to end up with Gomez. Oh, I liked Gomez. Um, he was also a jerk. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that because I grew up in that time period, I'm, like, really attracted to jerks. I might be. <laughs> But they were both jerks, and I thought they were both great. I would have dated either one of them. <laughs> <laughs> were they both smart and articulate yeah. and interesting? Yeah. Yeah, they were. And, you know, I don't know. The thing was is when he got the frostbite, like when he lost his feet. Like he had said, that was, to me, that was the most bothersome thing of the whole book, the whole ending. 
that was the only thing that bothered me so much was that why did he have to be mutilated so you know well because then he was vulnerable when he time traveled because right. they go on about how he's he goes for runs all the time because cardio is so important for him and that he has to be able to run because he never knows where he's, he's going to need to be able to save his life running from dogs yeah. police you know criminals whatever yeah. right so then Stealing the ability for him to run. Ugh. Oh my gosh. It's getting twilight and the crickets are starting. <laughs> so there's there's background crickets. That's, That's our ambiance. Yeah, it's like... It's not the same crickets that you hear when, you know, somebody's saying something terrible. <laughs> so the last question I have. Through history, there have been dozens of mediums used for time travel in literature. Please cite examples and compare the time traveler's wife to the ones with which you are familiar. That's such an interesting question, and I'm sure I've read lots of time travel books. But for some reason, the only thing that I can think of is Star Trek. And Star Trek always time travels, like, all the time. And it's just... I don't know. It's never like this book because they always go like they go from way in the future to like our time period now. So it's not like you're going to run into yourself. Right. You know, so that was the cool thing about the book is most time travel that you encounter in movies and books. It's like a huge no, no to like be able to time travel and meet yourself. Right. Like uh, how to survive in a science fiction world. Oh, yeah. We did read that, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. And he, like, kills himself, right? Right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was the most recent time travel book I read. Yeah. That was, like, last year. I, I, I was... I mean, it's been so long since I've read this book that we were kind of close to me for getting the book. I was going to have to reread it again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, thoughts on the movie... I didn't watch the movie. I tried to watch the movie. Um, you couldn't stream it that I could find. All I could find was the series. So I couldn't find the actual movie. So I'm going to have to defer to you on oh. how the movie compared to the book. Oh, okay. So I just did a quick search for time travel books. Kindred, we read. Interesting. Where um, she was time traveling to her ancestor oh yes she was time traveling back um like so, to slave times or right whatever. yeah it was like her great 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 grandfather or something like that yes that yeah. was good that was good um outlander and that was actually a little bit like this book where she didn't have any control over it right and like she it didn't just know when it was going to happen or how long she was going to be gone right. yeah yeah so that was very comparable and also very good um yeah. recommend and then um, Outlander. I didn't read the books. Hated the TV show. Um, I hated Claire. Claire was... There's something about Claire. Claire. Ugh. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry if your name is Claire. I, I'm sure I would love you as a person. But the fictional characters that I have run into that are named Claire are not my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Slaughterhouse-Five. Uh, my favorite Kurt Vonnegut book is um, not that one, but that one is on the top. Oh, I'll have to read that. List. I haven't read that. Uh, it's really interesting. He's like a an eye doctor, isn't he? Oh, oh is no. it that? 
Is it that one? Hmm. I'll ha I can't remember. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Um, yeah. So it takes place during World War II. Hmm. That is what I remember. I read it back in college, but I really liked it. Mm -hmm. I've read a few other of his books, but I haven't enjoyed them as much as that one. Mm. A Wrinkle in Time, I also read. I don't think I read that one. Thane said he tried watching the movie, and it was too confusing for him. Mm. So he was like, no. But it's a kid's book. Did you read The Midnight Library? Yes, I did. So that was another yeah. time travel book. I, was I, like, I thought we read that one. Yeah, I did like that one. My specifics fly out of my brain when somebody asks me a question, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, that's where um, the characters counting down to midnight because that's when they're going to kill themselves. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Thorne might have read that one. Because mm. he reads weird stuff sometimes. <laughs> At least he reads. None of my kids read. It makes me so sad. He reads uh, um, pretty often. And right now he's really into speculative fiction. So mm. he's reading a series that starts prior to the Civil War in the U.S. But um, it's a continuing timeline where uh, the premise is that the South won the Civil War. Oh. And the U.S. is divided into two halves. So there's the United States in the North. And the Confederate States oh. in the South. Hmm. And then uh, it just sort of forward momentum from there. So, like, the South has different alliances than what the North does. and That does you know, sound interesting. There's uh, different political dynamics that happen for, um, like, uh, wars after that. Hmm. So, um, he's really into history, and he likes to think about, like... Uh, why things happened and uh, how it could have happened differently. So um, I can't remember the name of the author that he really mm. likes. I can look it up. I can tell you later. But yeah, cool. Yeah, um, it's really into to that genre. So he, I I buy all the books. Oh, um, Turtle Dove. Something Turtle Dove is the name of the author. Oh. They're really super expensive to buy on Amazon, and I'm like, this is stupid. I'm going to stop doing this. So I've been buying them all off of thriftbooks.com. Oh. Five bucks. Nice. Yeah. It takes like a couple weeks to get shipped to us with the book rate from the USPS. Very cool. Yes. So, anyways, that's sorry for the little difference there. But... Little sidebar. But... Yeah. But what did you, did you think the movie was a good movie or did you think like what would, if you had watched the movie first, would you have wanted to read the book? No. Yeah. No, I would not have. I think it was better to read the book first and then watch the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, my coworkers only watched the movie and I was like, hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Some of my favorite parts about the book were like when he like his big thing was the Doc Martens like he was gonna beat up the guy and oh, steal the Doc that. Martens yes. and yeah. like the clothes and the music and everything I was like yeah <laughs> I like how there is like gaps in the narrative that but it makes you like the characters like he's like oh here's the first time I meet Gomez 
he is going to be really important in my yeah, future. But they start but, off very antagonistic in the, you know, because he's beaten up Gomez's friend. Right, yeah. And then the fact that, um, so they're not perfectly in love, like, kind of characters, because Claire has a affair with Gomez. Um, and I think it's, you know, Gomez is dating her best friend kind of thing. So it's one of those things that always bothers her. Yeah. And they never discuss it. No. But I think if it ever came down to it, Gomez would have been with Claire. Yes, he would have. Yeah. He would have. And Claire's best friend feels that way too. Yeah, yeah. She's like, you can have him whenever you want. He's huh? just waiting for you. But I also like how like he talks about how Gomez has his back and does all the stuff for him. But then when you read the book, Gomez still treats him kind of like you're a jerk, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but they have that total like, hey, bro, kind of relationship. Like it's a um, it's another one of those books that we've read that has a really great masculine perspective that I'm not used to reading in books. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I really liked how um, he did all of his goodbyes when he knew that he was going to die, like, uh, because, spoiler, that he time travels and sees his daughter in the future before she's born, and she was like, oh, daddy, I've missed you, and he was like, how long have I been gone for? Yeah. And she was like, five years, so he was like, oh, so I die when you're five. Yeah. <laughs> now, how great was his daughter? Oh, she was fantastic. She was fantastic. And I think what's really cool about her is so she could control it. Yes, Henry has this doctor who's trying to help him and and don't, don't they actually like find the gene or whatever? There's yeah. some science that they figure out why he time travels. And so they help her from the time she's little. So yeah, she has this little bit of control. Which so, Claire was very against doing any sort of medications and treatment for her but i mean like henry had a really hard life can you imagine trying to do that as a little girl no that would be terrible yeah especially I mean, being naked everywhere you go i know so but she had him to explain everything to her so for her that was just how reality was it's not like you know she didn't feel quite so different because she knew her dad was like that too right. and then she got to learn how to do really cool things like pick locks and like um, hot wire cars and, <laughs> you know, whatever else you need to know. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> and I thought the scenes where you were in the now and then her future self time traveled back to be with her and they were kind of all together as a family, I thought those were really great, too. I know, they're like, who who is she talking to? And they're like, oh, um. That's Big Alba. Yeah. <laughs> El Elma. Elma. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, that, that, yeah, yeah. They're like, huh, okay. And, you know, she keeps coming back to her past self, be like, it's going to be okay, and you got this. I was like, that's so sweet of yeah. her yeah. to come and give herself, like, that sort of care. And I don't know, I thought it was nice. I, 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 I really enjoyed the book a lot more than I thought I was going to. I did too. So like if we took out all the sexy time scenes, yeah. I would like it a lot more than what I did. Yeah. And even like <laughs> leave the sexy time scenes in, but you don't have to be so specific. <laughs> At least cut a third of them out. Right. I mean, please. <laughs> Make them way less graphic. 
please. <laughs> but, I mean, that was, like, a huge part of his personality, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> he had some issues. He did. Oh, I really, um, I really also thought when he's, when he met his daughter and she's like, yeah, grandpa's teaching me violin. Oh. And he's like, oh, you must be good. Because he's like, yeah, my dad wouldn't bother teaching his granddaughter violin if yeah. she wasn't, like, super good. Yeah, so it skipped a generation because his parents were both musicians. Yeah, but I thought it was really interesting that he was, like, so cynical of his dad. Yeah. Even being, you know, a grandparent that, like, you wouldn't do that for your granddaughter? Well, no. Yeah. Not unless she's, you know, deserving of it. Well, and the fact that Henry used to constantly time travel back to the car accident where his mom died, like, that was a huge, like, shadow moment, like, having to process the traumas of your childhood and try and get through it. Like, that also made him a lot more real as a person, I thought. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. Like, when he, because, like, Claire never thought about it. It never occurred to her mm-hmm. that he would go back to that time in that yeah. instant, or that he would go back and see his mom in the past. Right. And I was just like, "You're a bit of a selfish bitch." And I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, I am not shocked by this that he, yeah, would go back and try to change it. Right. And, and then, that's so frustrating. Is that no? So that whole fate versus free will thing, like. In the book, if it happened, it happened. So, like, when he tells Claire that they got married, like, she really doesn't have any free will in that because it already happened. Like, his mom died and that already happened. You know, but when they're in the now together, then they do have free will to do whatever they choose to do. So, it does, it's a really interesting way to break up time, I thought. Bit of a thinker. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, I I'm still not not team free will. I'm still huh. team destiny. Sorry, <laughs> gonna stay that way. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, sure, go ahead, give the characters free will. Why not? Make it a <laughs> man, they they made the decision. The author did so. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, do you have any other comments about the book? Oh, I really enjoyed the bits that were in Michigan. Oh, yes. How did we not think to mention that? Yeah, it was South Haven, wasn't it? Yeah. So, like, I mean, we go to South Haven quite often. So, that was really... And Chicago. So, yeah. it was South yeah. Haven and Chicago. So, it was a bit of a local type of story. I thought that was fantastic. I guess the oh, author thank you for remembering. From South Haven. Yeah. That was really cool, I thought. Yeah, I thought so, too. It's like, oh, look. It's like a local author. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Uh, I I have a, a friend from South Haven in the house that's in the movie. She's like, yeah, that's not in South Haven. But oh. I don't know if the house that's in the book is in South Haven or not. So yeah. I was like, I meant to look that up and I never did. I was like, ah, I'm a slacker. Sorry. Because <laughs> like Claire's childhood home is like this historic house and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm curious if Henry kept traveling there because when he meets Claire, she already knows him. So he's traveling there to see her as a kid because um, she's told him, hey, you know, I'm in love with you and we're going to get married. 
Yeah, I mean, really, she has more to do with him traveling there than he does. Yeah. For sure. Because I was like, oh, this is strange. Yeah. Why would you just keep traveling to go visit some little kid naked? (laughs) (laughs) Well, she had a clothes box out for him. Eventually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, He's like, so uh, can you find some clothes from your dad and just... Bring him on down here. Leave him when I show up. And then he, he was like uh, memorizing the dates from her diary. Like, oh, let me see your your diary. And then, you know, like, oh, memorize this. Oh, I mean, yeah. like, I liked it, but I have issues with it. So I feel the same. Like, I'm glad I read it, but it, it wasn't like, um, it wasn't like, life-changing or like oh my god I love this book so much but I definitely didn't hate it and I definitely thought it was an intriguing story yeah yeah recommend with caution right you have to be okay with sexy time if you're willing to go through a lot of very descriptive sexy time details (laughs) go for it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I guess that's it, huh? Yeah. So we will see you again next month. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening.